Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Uh, well, it's been uh, quite an intriguing week in terms of uh, a little bit of uh, crossfire across the Tasman, I think it's fair to say, with uh, Rugby Australia chairman uh, Hamish McLennan really getting uh, the big gun out and firing bullets at us. Uh, and here's what he had to say um, in an interview with Matty White from SEN in the mornings in Australia yesterday. There's a fairly sizable debate that you've got going. Well, Timmy Horan called it a hand grenade across the ditch when you floated the idea of leaving Super Rugby, raising the subject with your New Zealand counterparts. What's been the reaction uh, for you since those comments last week? Oh, look, it's been quite controversial, but really for the Board of Rugby Australia and our key stakeholders, um, we all felt that it was a good time for us to reassess our position because we won the World Cup in Australia in 27. And, you know, we need to look at what's right for us. So, you know, it needs to just be noted we, we initially wanted a longer-term arrangement with uh, New Zealand with Super Rugby. They only wanted two years. And as the wheel turns, we've sort of looked at our position and decided now's the time to reassess because we are looking at doing potentially a private equity deal. And um, in Australia, if you look at the AFL and the NRL, they... Uh, they, they operate as domestic competitions, and so if if we were to replicate what they do, we have more. We will have more players playing in an Aussie competition, which ultimately will probably rate better. So anyway, we're looking at our position and and making sure that we make the right decision going forward. So can I just dig a bit deeper on both sides of that argument? The idea of a standalone domestic competition obviously is going to rate better. Do you think though that you've got the support, the capacity? and the players to form a competition like an NRL or an AFL? Because you'll have to add teams, of course, probably to another team in New South Wales and Queensland. Yeah, we do. And, and look, that, that's the issue, is that we're going to take a long-term view. A lot of our players go overseas and, and play there because we don't have the professional club structure to be able to support um, more than five at the moment. So, and you know, there's the potential that we can play the Fiji and Drua here, and um, still still create an international aspect to it. So that's we we need to be creative how we can we can build more. So we've got five obviously five prof- professional clubs at the moment. You know, you need another three to five on top of that to sort of successfully launch it. So, you know, it's not that big an ask really. Where are you going to find the players from, mate? I mean, Hamish, to be perfectly honest, where are you going to find the quality of players with? Because if you if you want to keep the standard of those uh, five current ones uh, at, the, at the level that they're at and you want to improve it, you don't want to dilute them by, by splitting them, uh, you know, all those players and, and making up the extra three franchises that you're looking for or the three teams you're looking for. I'm not quite... Have you got the depth? Are you confident you've got the, the depth to produce a game of rugby which will outrate the Brumbies versus the Crusaders on your on your on your, on your stations over there, whoever you, you sign up with for the big money that you're wanting. 
What do you reckon about that? Don't get it. I don't, okay. Smithy. Yeah. I I don't get it either. When you, to me, when you listen to that, I get this impression that he's trying to be the Peter Volandes of Australian rugby, right? He's trying to be like the ARLC chairman, uh, who's basically he saved the game during the pandemic, and now Rugby Australia are looking to do something similar. But I just don't. I personally, I don't see how this could work. He keeps talking about wanting to kind of emulate what the NRL and the AFL have done, right? Well, you got to think about, look at closer to home, look at Super Rugby All-Picky, and when they say when that started, things like this need time. You have to give it time. If whatever they do, a professional rugby league in Australia, rugby union league in Australia, it is not just going to happen overnight. There's going to be a lot of growing pains and I think there's going to be quite a struggle considering that he's talking about private equity deals and it's a sport played yeah. by private schools versus AFL yeah. and NRL which is a lot more accessible and already a lot more established. Yeah, absolutely. Totally concur with those thoughts. Uh, incidentally, uh, we're going to go to the news now with uh, Araha, but when we come back, we'll play you part two. Uh, another clip which you might be interested it might fire up a wee bit and uh, we might just open up the lines as well uh, 0800 150 811 with uh, your opinion do you care if they go do you want them to stay Uh, is it it just a hoax or is it just uh, a threat an idle threat Um, and um, what do you make of this guy it's it's interesting isn't it just listening to him Uh, 0800 150 811 but uh, first of all here's Araha before the news, we played you part one of uh, a little excerpt uh, from an interview between uh, Matty White and Hamish McLennan. Now, Hamish McLennan is the Rugby Australia chairman, um, so uh, he's been very outspoken uh, in this early part of this week anyway, and uh, he hasn't uh, just had one shot. Uh, he's had another one, as uh, we'll hear right now. All right, on the issue of not playing against Kiwi sides and and the understanding there that when we do play against the Kiwi sides, the numbers, viewing numbers drop. But there's the other issue of becoming stronger by playing against the New Zealanders. Jeff Wilson said New Zealand and Australia needed each other to help build Super Rugby Pacific into a strong comp. And he's, he's had a crack at you. He said, this is a power play. You're just trying to get more funds for us. What's the response to that? Oh, look, you know, a big part of it is money, obviously, because what we need to do is build up the game locally. But what we haven't had over the last few years is the ability to, you know, reinvest back in the game. And so what we're saying as a board and an organisation, um, let's let's look at what's right for us. So, you know, I've, I've sort of copped a lot of, uh, uh, you know, a lot of heat over this, but really at the end of the day, it's water off a duck's back. It doesn't worry me. Um, New Zealand's done what's right for them for years and years and years. And don't forget, these were the guys that said to us just two years ago, we're going to create a competition and you can have just two teams, which would have destroyed our game. So, you know, we're, we're actually taking a step back saying Rugby Australia needs to do what's right for it. Um, it's sort of interesting as the wheels turned, as we're, we're playing better, we've got the World Cup, New Zealand saying, well, look, you know, you can't leave us, you've got to play us. Um, and I really don't like the fact that we're pushing back. I think it's quite hilarious in, in, in many cases because they made life so difficult for us two years ago. And, and all we're doing is that we're saying ahead of the World Cup, we want to see what's right for us and, and actually beyond because we've got a golden decade of rugby coming up. And we know that the NRL and the AFL go domestic only and they do really, really well out of it. And, and the calibre the calibre of um, the footy is excellent. And so if we have more players playing in the competition here locally, we can 
make a fist of it, and I actually think the standard will be really good. And don't on forget, issue, when we play yep. New Zealand, if we do but just just wait, but on a on a, at a test level, you really only need to get fifteen guys on the paddock at any given time. So if we've got an expanded competition that's that's, that's sort of performing locally, we're confident that with our high performance structures that we're putting in, we'll be able to make it work. Interesting, isn't it? Uh, interesting. Water off a duck's back for him, and uh, the fact that he thinks New Zealand, uh, the association with New Zealand, really is uh, is setting them back rather than encouraging them, as uh, some of our former All Blacks have uh, hinted during the week that we need each other. He seems to think no, um, Australia does not need us at all. Uh, so uh, I've given the opportunity to call in 0800 with uh, your response to some of those thoughts. Uh, Dean from Dunedin wouldn't have it any other way than getting an opinion from you, mate. What do you make of that? It is, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm there, mate. I'm there. Go ahead. I just go outside on this magnificent sunny Dunedin day. Minus, I don't know what it is, but it's not a cloud in the sky, so thank God we never day off tomorrow. I don't know who I send the invoice to, but I like the government making these decisions and then saying, you know, taxpayers can pay all their wages for a day off. Who pays mine? But I won't talk about that. But I think you are still in rugby. Conversation. I totally agree with um, the Aussie bugger, to be fair. Like, why don't we play England, Smitty? Why don't the All Blacks go to Twickenham? Because they give us no gate. That's the answer. And all Aussie wants to play in our competitions a little bit more dough. Now, Jeff Wilson was on to it. John Kerwin, mate, I used to like him until that reunion show the other night. I had to watch it delayed on Prime, but where's his head at? Like, he's just so Auckland, it was starting to really grate me. And I love the fact that Jeff wouldn't give him anything. He just kept hammering into him. They're no good, mate. They are just no good. You're having a holiday full in tomorrow. Good on them. That's all I'll say. Enjoy your holiday. You're never going to be any good. Okay. Oh, yeah, but okay, do you, do you think, it, well, is it going to help them come to Eden Park and beat the All Blacks, you know, this regrouping by themselves, do you think? No, I don't know. I don't know if you think they want to do it. He's, that guy speaks a good yarn, but I think it's just a yarn. Like, we both need each other. Like, we, what else have we got? Where we live, where we're geographically isolated from everything apart from Pacific Island. We need Australia just as much as they need us in rugby union. So it gives them a little bit more of the pie, and this just makes this end stronger. So when we go up there in the Northern Hemisphere tours, we smash them. Like South Africa's record in the Northern Hemisphere tours is terrible, because they don't really care. They're playing it for the money over there, but when the South Africans come to New Zealand, oh my God, it's like, you know, it's like playing your brother in the backyard. Like, you, they just hate each other. But in Northern Hemisphere, their record's shocking. But we need Australia too. That's how I see it. Like, well, they got so many players over there. Like, if they could tap into whatever to get some of those union boys coming back. Like, we get Roger. Imagine if they got Tommy Turbo. Imagine him at centre for the Wallabies. It's just one for you, you know. They've got so many. It's just a matter of getting some money so they can buy them. And it's only a matter of some big rich bugger. That guy in Perth, he can buy them whatever they want. He's got the dough and he will do it. So we need them. Don't lose sight of that. Okay, Dean, thank you very much. Uh, have a good uh, day off tomorrow. I don't know who's paying for it, but uh, I hope you enjoy yours in particular. Simon from Wellington. Simon, good morning to you. Good morning, Smitty. Hey, um, yeah, really interesting chat that was. I think I understand what Rugby Australia are trying to do, but if they're trying to emulate the likes of the NRL and the AFL, they're about 10 to 15 years behind that. Maybe when Super Rugby started, 
um, you know, back 25 years ago, they probably could stand up and do it alone. Um, but, like, I think, look at trying to find the players, the calibre to keep the competition relatively professional. NRL and more so to the AFL, they don't have lucrative offers to go overseas. So you really got to think about the player welfare in that part. Um, Dino before talking about the, the, the mine kingpin and Aussie. I think he's he's tried and tried before again. Um, his own team, the Western Force, they got kicked out of Super Rugby, so I can't see him wanting to get back. Uh, but from a business model, I, I think it makes sense a little bit, but when you've got investors and shareholders wanting to make money, and he also said that it's all about the money and the TV ratings, uh, I don't I don't think it's really going to work if they want to leave by the end of 2024. So what's the answer from your point of view uh, if we want to keep it alive, if we want to keep it going? Simply just pay what they want? No, I don't think so. I think it really just comes down to the New Zealand Rugby Board and the Australian Rugby Board actually fishing it out. I mean, they've done, they've done wonders to bring um, Fiji and Moana Pacific to the board and, you know, to hear, for those guys to spend all the money and create development uh, and to see that potentially disappear. I mean, hopefully they would stick with New Zealand, but I think it's more of just understanding the issue um, and parting seas and then and creating something different. I think exp- expanding to European football for... Um, for some sort of domestic, uh, sorry, international club program as a way. I mean, you see football do the FIFA Club World Cup, but it's not necessarily lucrative or long-term. That's just putting different hemispheres of um, club, uh, club football together or world football together. Okay, interesting thoughts here. Simon, thank you very much. Steve from Wellington, what are your thoughts on it? Oh, hi, I just wanted to point out what happened with netball uh, was it a couple of years ago when netball New Zealand you know, we, we've got our own competition now we, we went out of Australia, I can't remember whether we got kicked out of Australia or um, what happened but I think it's worked out quite well for New Zealand netball, I don't really follow it that closely but um, it seems like it's worked out pretty well um, and maybe the same thing could apply for Australian rugby to just go, go, there, go um, on their own yeah, I think you're right, Steve. I think maybe we should just take a step back. I mean, our knee-jerk reaction is what the hell, you know, things are going well in Super Rugby for us, aren't they? We always get teams into the playoffs. You know, we win it. It's as simple as that. It's been a long time since they have. And we seem to think everything is just going, ticking along quite smoothly. And I think you might be right. It might be time to just take a step back and see the benefits for us in this as well. I think, the, I think the parallel with netball is like we, we was always struggled in that competition. We got, you know, the same as Australia struggles in rugby. We, we struggled in, in Australia and, and never got made it to the playoffs and didn't get that, but, you know, the finals netball. And it's the same, it's just, it's just the opposite situation to that. Um, I'd also say that back in the day, there was no such thing as super rugby. Um, and we had a really strong uh, provincial competition mm. in, in New Zealand, and we had a really, presumably, had a, a strong Australian provincial competition. That, that Super Rugby's really eroded the, the provincial competition in New Zealand. So maybe it's good to get just to, you know, get rid of Super Rugby and go back to having provincial rugby. 
That's an interesting thought, Stephen. I can promise you there's a lot of people think along those lines as well. Thanks, uh, people, for your calls this morning. Um, really uh, have enjoyed your input there on the back of those those comments from uh, Rugby Australia Chair Hamish McLennan. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.